Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am all in. With Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey everybody, Scott Patterson, I am all in podcast. Here we are with my intrepid crew, Tara Sue, Daniel Romo, Amy Sugarman, season five, episode 10, but not as cute as Pushkin. Danielle, hello everybody, how are you? We love, we love this episode, didn't we? Oh. Yeah, we did. Loved. Yeah, it is so Tara. good and bravo to you. It's a big Luke oh, episode. It's a big Luke episode with very, very emotional scenes. If you want to see Luke Danes unloading on an elder, elderly woman in a driveway, this is your episode. This, this is this is the one. This is you, the one. You did okay though because you were an ass, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. And that poor woman. <laughs> yeah, I felt I felt bad for her. Um, <laughs> I really did. Uh, but she hung in there like a champ, didn't she? She took all those shots and she was. She, she really wasn't even frazzled. She wasn't even no. frazzled. She's like, should we uh, sit down? Like, yeah. You're losing your mind, sir. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, remember, I'm going to be appearing at uh, Louisville PopCon, Louisville, Kentucky, June 16 through 18. I uh, saw that on your Instagram. Mm hmm. And there's a new one. I'm going to be uh, in. Uh, South Carolina, I'm going to Charleston, South Carolina. That's what I saw. September the 16th, one day only with Chad Michael Murray and Matt Sucre. Ooh. Oh my God. Yes. So that's like a fab5event.com. So that's one day only, September 16th. Uh, and we're going to party down in South Carolina. Beautiful Charleston. Can you maybe bring your audio recorder and just get us a little something, something? Well, that, that I mean, oh, you know, look, uh, yes, we're going to have to... 
we're gonna have to record, we're gonna have to record that panel that one is amazing yeah that's gonna yeah. be big time so maybe it's another trip for tara down to oh i know you were charleston same as last year yeah, oh, yeah. Good one. same, good same one, promoters good but different venue i think uh, oh, nice. and plus there's a chad piece and a matt piece Fun. there you go Fun. all right everybody anyway uh, let's synopsize and get into it danielle take it away all right, this is season five, episode 10, but not as cute as Pushkin. Air date November 30th, 2004. Rory is asked to host a Chilton student for a few days at Yale, but the student is more interested in her freedoms than the responsibilities that go with them. Lorelai learns about Luke's dark day, which happens to fall on the same day as Miss Patty's 40th anniversary party. Paris tries speed dating and finds herself paired with Doyle. Logan embarrasses Rory, prompting her and Richard to pull a little prank of oh. their own. <laughs> so freaking good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was fun. so good. Great. I can't wait to talk about Logan, but first for Scott and Danielle, because I think we touched on it maybe in a previous podcast. Did you see Paris and Doyle coming? I, I did not. I did not, but I, I, I thought it it's one of the more satisfying couplings uh, in Gilmore Girls thus far. Uh, really funny. What well, One of the great lines of all time came out of it and, and this episode, and I'll get into that later, but I, I loved it. I think it, they're share a brain. They're meant for each other. It's perfect. Totally. I agree. I weirdly thought Doyle was going to like Rory, but I'm pleasantly surprised that it's a match with Paris, and it makes me really happy. They are to Very, me like an yeah. instant match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, I agree. They could have had their they own. They are each other. That could have been <laughs> an interesting spinoff show. Actually, Scott, that is really, I've yeah. never thought of that. And yeah. I actually could totally enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think they were, cons- I don't know that they ever considered any spinoffs because the, the, other the lot- than the jest. The Jess one. The Je- right, right. Because he wasn't that well established. And right. he was young enough where people were going to, you know, migrate over. And um, anyway, um, but I remember having this conversation in the executive dining room with one of the big executives about spinning off and potential spinoffs and all this. Because, they, you know, the executives over there are really accessible and, and, yeah, and yeah. really smart and, and forthcoming with information. They're just very friendly people. Um and they invite you to lunch in their wonderful in dining their room. fancy <laughs> fancy dining room. Yeah, you gotta, dining room. you gotta get an invite. You gotta get an invite. You know the, the the explanation that you would hear uh, over and over is they would miss if you did a spinoff with a, just a couple of main characters, or whatever. They'd miss the audience would miss the characters that weren't there. Right. 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 They would they would be pining for them. Now it worked. I think it worked with uh, All in the Family and Archie's Place, and I don't know how long that went. It worked with Frasier. Okay, because he was right. such a dynamic, entertaining character in his own right. You know, that he had the skill set and the charisma and the presence to pull off his own Yeah, show. those are interesting examples because right. some of it, like the Jeffersons, mm-hmm. you're, you could still watch All in the Family and then the Jeffersons was like just a part of it. You know, right. you don't right. miss them so much. Right. right. Same thing like Happy Days spun off Mork and Mindy, but like Mork was on it just one episode. You know, exactly. It's not like and, you're missing it. And you have a Robin Williams. Totally. Just like going to hit it out of the park every time he shows up. It's right. a good point, though, because Joni and Joni loves Chachi. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. <laughs> but then they just sent him back to Happy Days. So but I think that is one of the couplings that, you know, that might have been interesting. You I know? would like that. 
after the seven years. So mm-hmm. you finish the series mm-hmm. and then you spin it off and we follow Paris and Doyle on their their journey. Doesn't necessarily have to be Paris and Doyle. It could be two characters very, very similar, maybe written by the same uh, writing team. Mm. Um, I just can't just, wait for you to watch Bunheads then. You're going to like Bunheads. Justice for I, Bunheads. I've never, I've never seen it, no. I can't wait till you watch it because it is huh. good. Wait, okay, so back on this I'm episode. Sorry, when am I watching this? Do um, I have more homework? I have more homework? You, when we finish Gilmore Girls, we'll we'll get into we'll Bunheads. We'll do a Bunheads uh, rewatch. Okay. <laughs> so in the beginning of this episode, mm-hmm. I actually watched it three times because I had a hard time. I don't know if it's like my ears or I just wasn't getting it. Right. So Lorelai's walking and I realized later it's the bag of shoes and she bumps into Miss Patty and then does she say something about Carrie Bradshaw? Is that what she was saying? I think it was, but it, I was like yeah. a little confused by the beginning. Yeah, she says, um, Patty says, goodness, what's left to wear on your feet? And Lorelai says, I know it's a sickness. Everyone thinks it started with Bradshaw, but it actually came over on the Mayflower. Oh, <laughs> because she's saying, now I get it. Oh, that took, took me a minute because she had so many shoes in that bag. Oh, and I don't think we'd ever seen the shoe repair place before. No. Anyone? Quite exciting. We we might have. (laughs) Opening up new territory. (laughs) We were there. It's the first time it happened. And then we learn of Miss Patty's 40th anniversary in the business that is show. (laughs) Legit. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know the thing I like about... I, I sorry to interrupt, but I think the purpose of that scene was to get the information out that it's Luke's dark day. A hundred percent, of course, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. The one thing I do like about Gilmore Girls is they always make sure, like, there's a lot of alcohol flowing on Gilmore Girls. She's like, "We'll have food, we'll have booze." Like, they're uh-huh. always like, "We need a drink," you know. At the at, at the Gilmore, it's always yeah. first. First thing is a drink. Like, it's definitely a part of the show. My type of show. <laughs> Amy, where are you? Are you are you at a recording studio? Yeah, does it look like I am? Are you at a record? Are you in a hotel? I'm in my loft in my house in Tahoe. Oh, really? You, it look looks crazy? like you're in a high-end hotel because I see the three little bottles of water behind you. It's the bottles of you. water, yeah. It's like it's on the display. It's the bottles of water that looks like very hotel-y. <laughs> Like it's my mini bar. It's just my mini bar. I'm literally in a room that has like the lowest ceiling. It's crazy. Uh, I, okay. I can't even yeah. explain to you where I am, but hopefully I sound okay. No, you sound great. So, yeah. so we get into hearing about Luke's dark day, which I think we'll, we'll really delve into because I thought that that makes the character complex. Like I want, we'll get into that later. So we then switch over and we see Paris and the life coach has returned. Terrence, the life coach, is back. <laughs> and I think that's when, yeah, so this is when Rory gets the call from Headmaster Chilton. I mean, Headmaster Charleston, Charleston at Chilton. And Anna is coming. So what did you all think? Uh, well, it's a nice uh, surprise to inject uh, a guest star in that fashion. It, it shows Rory in a different light. Um, Rory, uh, Alexis had to memorize a lot more dialogue uh, because uh, oh on her tour. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, she just had to talk, 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 talk. Lit. 
literally. Yeah, that's a lot of black ink right there. You know, <laughs> looking, you're staring lot. at a lot of black ink. It says Rory and then black chunks of black ink. A lot of boring Yale <laughs> history that yeah. I didn't realize until you just said that. She really had to kind of keep going. And the fact that she knew all that history was pretty amazing, right? So she she'd prepped. Or she'd, she'd read up on the history of uh, Yale before she even applied, I guess. Um, but she knew her I, stuff. I tried thinking about, like, the college I went to. I couldn't tell you one thing about any of those benches or, <laughs> like, even the history behind the buildings. I'm like, that imp- very impressive, Rory. I'm not going to lie. I actually do know a few facts. Do you guys want me to tell you one weird fact about UC Berkeley? Go for it. Okay. The archi- this is this would have been good if I was hosting Anna Fairchild. The architecture building at Cal is in is 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 it's designed to be boring, right? It's the most plain building. I couldn't think of the word. It's created to be boring. It's the most dull building on the whole campus so that the architecture students, when they go in, don't have any like preconceived ideas of mm. architecture. So because they're going into that building every day. So they wanted it to be like plain and boring. It was conceived to be that way. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. What do you guys got? Interesting. Do you have any fun facts? Give me a fun fact. Uh, from my college? Yeah. Can you think I, of anything? I, I just remember, well, I went to Rutgers and I remember being intimidated by uh, Hill Center, which was the math and science and computer uh, buildings uh, part of the campus. And it was very intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember. It, it, it seemed like, um, you know, uh, I don't uh, know. Smart just, people? Yeah. And I didn't know what the heck I was doing there. So uh, <laughs> I was taking all these <laughs> courses and I'm like, Jesus, what is going on? I was on? kind of excited <laughs> when when Headmaster Charleston says that Anna's coming because I thought, oh, this is going to be good. This is mm-hmm. sort of like, I, I just had a feeling it was going to be good and you kind of, fun. yeah, I, give Roy I was excited to hear back. I was excited to hear back from Chilton. You know, like yeah. I wanted Chilton to reemerge somehow, and I'm happy that this is how it reemerged. But, but isn't his di- wasn't his dialogue and his manner and his tone so great? I mean, didn't yeah. they really nail the dialogue for yeah. head, the head headmaster Charleston Charlton? Um, just Especially really at- laid it, he really laid it on thick with that that New Englandy. Totally privileged, uh, upper crusty tone. Man. And especially at the end, when we get the payoff with him calling Rory, I know I'm jumping ahead, but like, <laughs> he's so like irritated, but he doesn't get angry. Right. He's it so just like, like he can't get angry. He literally can't get angry. Yeah. He can't scold her. Right. He does. She doesn't go there anymore. Right. But he's right. like right. scolding her in a very proper way where she's just like, Oh, that hurt. Like, I can tell she was, like, bummed about it. I love when she's like, I think I somehow, like, didn't graduate now. Like, (laughs) Retroactively fail me. The one thing that I thought was a little interesting about this episode. So we go to the pool house, and Richard and Rory are so bonded about what what she should show Anna and just all the history of Yale, and Rory's so excited. Lorelai was just a hint too bitter for me. Like she was so sort of mad about it. And I, I thought the jokes were funny because she was like, she was right being like, this is so not going to be fun for this girl. But she was just like a hint too mad. I'm like, why is she not like supporting her kids love of Yale? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a 
<laughs> one reason why. Because <laughs> her parents are. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where Astapro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. And it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have Lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Interjection is that the fashion this episode, which we'll talk about, was super leveled up. I thought everyone looked amazing. Like Lorelai's in that red sweater with the cutouts and Rory was wearing all these layers. But I do want to talk about that the scarf is literally the indicator that it's winter. Every character (laughs) is a scarf. Like, I'm not kidding that it just must be like, okay, we want the audience to know it's winter. Throw a scarf on them. But like, Mm -hmm. not even like cute ones. 
those skinny ones yeah. <laughs> that it don't was pretty do 90s. anything. <laughs> it's pretty nineties, but we can we can dissect the scarves later. Okay, so we do get a little tidbit here at the uh, pool house portion of Friday night dinner in that he brings up Logan. So mm-hmm. Richard brings up Mr. Huntsberger and Lorelai's kind of like, who is that? So they talk about Logan. They talk about Mitchum, that Mitchum owns a paper. So I thought that was significant. He really just started pushing Log- the Logan relationship potential very quickly out of the gate. I mean, it's like the first time Lorelai heard that information, Richard knew about it mm-hmm. and he's already scheming. You know, he's like, I just like, this is a like this is how you kill a relationship. This is how you kill the I mean, if she had any kind of enticement or any kind of curiosity as to, you know, exp- forgiving Logan his obvious um, you know, the obvious obstacles there in place for Rory to, to overcome, uh, personality wise. Um, you know, Richard kind of kind of I don't know. He, did he did he did he did he make it more difficult for those two to get together and was that his purpose i'm wondering if okay and i might be reading too much into this but i'm thinking maybe richard saw their chemistry which they undeniably have and so did marty so it's almost like rory is the last to open her eyes to it because i think richard did that because he literally saw how comfortable they were together they really especially at that party, Logan was so comfortable with Rory. It was like they were besties. So maybe Richard saw it and, and leaned into it. Yeah. He, he really leaned into it. <laughs> <laughs> really leaned in. Okay. So then we kind of get to this. He, he, was, giddy. he was giddy. He was giddy. He was. Yeah. He's into it. So then I thought the transition was a little weird because all of a sudden we leave Friday night dinner and Lorelai's at Luke's with no pants. Like she's just wearing your shirt, getting pie. So I was a little bit like, whoa, what? But I'm assuming maybe she just goes there after Friday night dinner. I think they have a very healthy um, physical life. (laughs) I think they, 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 (laughs) I think they enjoy uh, each other's company in private quarters. (laughs) so this is a line that's always stood out to me the whole run of you know every time i've watched gilmore girls she says this is nice i think it's going very well you and me Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah it is is. they're so comfortable then we kind of get the dark day we learn about we don't get into why but she mentions patties and then luke really changes and he's like can you turn the light off i gotta get up early so I don't know, Scott, like, what are you thinking about your performance, essentially? I, I liked it. I, th- I thought everything was, was going well. I, I enjoyed, you know, he's an intense guy and he's got his quirks and his secrets and he's, you know, he's mm-hmm. not. And, and it just makes me want to know as an audience more about his relationship with his dad. Oh my god! Yeah, I agree. I agree. It must have been something very, very special for him to, you know, at this stage of his life, to really like have a dark day, and it's just like, yeah. like every year, and it's just like really. But you know, may I, I? It's very sad. Very sad. You know what's interesting? I kind of thought of it like a little bit differently than you. I, mm-hmm. I kind of was like, he has such a like a 
like especially with the boat which we'll talk about later like such a I I want this away for a second I was kind of like oh maybe they didn't have a good relationship but then I was like why would he take over the diner why would he you know like buy that building and you know be so invested in things that his dad built right um and then at the end it kind of made me like oh no 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 go back to like how what you were just saying like no they I think he was a very special person to Luke and somebody right. that he definitely idolized. And it's hard for him to have that person gone. Yeah. I think he really looked up to him and, and it's he's yeah. very sentimental about it. He's yeah. Very, yeah. I was crushed. kind of venturing to say two, two things about Luke. One is I think his father was the most important person to him uh. until Lorelai. I think she is, hmm. Not in the same way, obviously, but that's why he tells her about the dark day. It's like she has leveled up to this person that's so important to him. And I think the other thing that I'd love for Scott to talk about is like, Luke is not a simple guy. You sometimes think he is. He's the guy, you know, he's he owns a diner. He's, you know, he's not overly fancy. He's but he isn't simple. He's complicated. He's got he's smart. He's there's so much more to him i i find personally as he's we're kind of emotional oh, very, very. Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't think that at first <clears throat> yeah there's I mean, okay. uh there's yeah there's a there's a volcano under there right yeah the it's like okay yeah. so we'll dig into all the scenes but like for scott i'd love to hear like because this was so there was each scene was emotional. The scene with, you know, first you are like, no, I don't want to turn the light off. Then the the one with the woman at the garage that you rent for the boat. Then getting upset at Lorelai. Then going back. Mm. Every single scene that Luke has. I'm going to tell you why I think it's affecting you this way. And I'm going to be really open about this. And I probably shouldn't be. Um, but I think it's interesting, you know. Um, and I haven't thought about this before. But it just hit me. I think Luke at that time, and as I interpreted the character in those scenes at that time, was it 2006, 2005, 2006? Yeah, I think it's four. Yeah, four. I think the reason that it was so intense for me, and that's how it came out, I watched it, but boy, that's, mm -hmm. that's something. I think it was me interpreting the character as if, I was wishing that I had had that kind of relationship with my own real father. Wow. Mm -hmm. mm. Wow. Yeah. There's something I, I, there's something to it, especially in this episode. So, and I think that's, that's the longing and that's the, the, you know, the, the emptiness, the hole inside Luke's soul, uh, that his father's gone is really the hole inside of the actor. Yeah. Who never really had that closeness with his own dad. That makes wow. sense to me because these scenes were really powerful and they all stand mm -hmm. out and they're not over the top. They're not too little to me. They were just like, I would react that way. I think if my girlfriend, boyfriend had gone and got that boat, even though I said no, even though they did it for the right reasons, like the mm -hmm. emotion is so raw. And then, and you did the right thing by going right back to her. Mm -hmm. And I, I just thought it was very real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It felt real. Yeah. I think the best performances are you draw from your own life and you draw from the script, right? It's a, it's a, it's a balancing act. You can't help but draw from your own life. 
Because what else, mm. what other frame of reference do you have? Mm. Right. <laughs> it's not right. like, it's not like there's a history of the Gilmore girls going right. back right. <laughs> that you can, yeah, that you true. can research. Right. So you kind of make it up. You make up your own psycho psychological profile. Right. Based on what your own experience is. Right. And there, therein lies the uniqueness, which you can bring to the character. Right. So, yeah. Powerful. Yeah, it it can be. Yeah, it yeah. can be. And I think in that situation it was. Yeah, I agree. I also think one of the things I, because I, I really, I mean, this is a 10 for me. I love this episode. So I think one of the things also was we're having these very serious moments with Luke. And then we get to go back to Yale to just to have pure sort of like joy. So Anna Fairchild <laughs> shows up and I thought she was darling. And I love the whole I just love the whole thing happening. I love Marty and he's got the caviar. He's too got a scarf on. And it's just like, Paris is amazing. Paris is just so like talking about Anna arriving with her perky breasts and just the whole, like, <laughs> so good. And we get this levity over here because we're dealing with like some real heaviness over here. I think we needed it. Like we needed it. Otherwise we both like hundred percent. Yeah. Four of us would have shown up today being like, Oh yeah. That was, yeah. Cause that was it a was a good, but tough episode to watch. You yeah. Know? Like back at stars hollow, you felt that emotion, but then at Yale, you kind of felt that lightness and, and airiness well, in that episode. And I know we're not yeah. quite, we're not quite there, but for me, I'm sure they thought of that Colin Finn Logan bit and they put it in the perfect episode because <laughs> mm -hmm. it was so epic. Like, okay, wait, we'll get to it. So, so basically we've got her showing this Anna Fairchild all around with the most boring Yale speeches. And, you know, she's, she's going all over and Logan of course shows up perfectly right at the right time at the library. So we, Oh, Logan, you know, he, here he is. And Anna of course is kind of like hard eyes, for for him and all the boys so i just I, I don't know to me the whole thing was just perfectly done i love that she just wants nothing to do with him right now at this stage right which i think is why he's getting so into her mm -hmm, totally it's so good okay well so i digress so the other things happening is um Kirk's got his like bathtub adhesives and everyone knows about the dark day, but no one knows why the dark day why? exists. Before we move on from that, like that is a big thing to actually understand that this whole town knows that Luke has his dark day, but nobody knows until he tells Lorelai. Like Lorelai is now right. the only person that holds this information. I think that just obviously shows the level they're at in their relationship. Hmm. Totally. Totally. Ah, uh, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With Ikea, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, 
Any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. So it's like he goes and yells at that poor woman in the driveway. And this is where Lorelai really kind of steps in. But Scott, when you're watching that, what were you thinking? I liked it. I, I enjoyed watching it. I, I you know, yeah. I, 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 I'm so, you know, I'm so far removed from the character at this point. I mean, in terms of years, it's been a couple of decades, right? Plus, plus, decade, two, two and a half decades. Um, that I can watch it objectively, almost. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, I like that. I enjoyed those yeah, scenes. You I thought they you were funny. Think- I thought they were funny. I thought they were, they were big, you know, big sweeping uh, gesticulations and yeah. body movements. And it, it was kind of funny. I mean, it's I funny and you're not mad at him because you don't feel like he's abusing her. You feel like, right. oh, God, this guy is unhinged and having a meltdown. And right. everyone just wants to, like, help him. Even Mrs. Thompson, like, she's not mad. She's just like, <laughs> this poor guy. Like, I got to move into a nursing home, dude. Mm-hmm. Like- the one thing the one thing that I found interesting, though, is did anyone else think, like, how did Lorelai never know about his dark day? Yes. Yes. How did she never know? And the entire town knows. And they've been. But she even asked Rory to look at her journal. Well, I think it's because they weren't. He, they weren't as involved. Yet. They weren't as involved, and yeah. it's 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 really kind of verboten that you're going to try to get underneath Luke's shell to that yeah. degree to even broach that topic. That's not going to happen. Not yeah, even but everyone else in the. Everyone else in the town knew about it. Like they didn't know what they it's knew about. about the dark day, but they didn't know the reason. Correct. But correct. Lorelai didn't even know the dark day existed. And you would have yeah. thought at least if she had to go to Al's Pancake World every year on November thirtieth, she would remember that. Yeah, that you know what? You're right. Yeah, Why like that was like, like it wasn't she, it wasn't more of 
what it was. It was that it was a dark day. Like, and I would understand if she forgot the date. Like, oh yeah, I forgot today's the day. Right, right, right. But to not know that it exists, I was like, that doesn't feel right. Like, it just feels off. Well, you know, she's busy. Look, uh, single moms are busy. You know, it's like, <laughs> and she's yeah, dating other she guys, and she's raising her daughter. She's dealing with her parents. She's dealing, so and many she other cares things. for she cares for Luke. So that's another reason right. why I'm like, how would she never know? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good catch. It's a good catch. Yeah, it's a little bit of a flaw, but the whole episode wouldn't have been as good if she knew. Yeah. We kind of need her to not totally. Know. Yeah, that's no, it works. Crack, that's a very crack staffy. Besides, we have some openings. <laughs> you like to join the crack staff? Yeah, we sure they're, they're, do. I don't know if they're coming back from Tahiti. Yeah, and I think it's. I think it's sweet that first of all she calls him Hun. She calms him down. She convinces him to get a ride back to the diner he starts to sort of tell her that about you know the boat and you know what i'm thinking about when when she what i'll give you a ride back to the diner what? because the, the proximity of it's like a fun. where they were <laughs> it's like 30 steps i also that, think there was a great uh kiss my grits from flow that was a funny pop culture which i'm sure we'll talk about but anyway so he mm -hmm. talks about his dad getting sick and that this boat has been there you know he's been paying rent for all these years and doesn't mm -hmm. want to deal with it he doesn't want to deal with it it it's makes him too sad so i think it i think it must have been a really horrible illness and a protracted horrible painful yeah maybe year maybe two years of just horrible horrible yeah decline. i sort of assume yeah. like cancer or something no, like something, something not good happens yeah yeah just, it's rough yeah. so yeah so then we 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 really have a, like a juxtaposition like we talked about we go to the pub and they're getting the cappuccinos and anna suddenly has mark and matthew talking to her and i love when rory's like bye bye like just dealing with all that <laughs> so i just thought okay this is all good you know this is a funny other side to what's happening in stars hollow yeah yale has really developed into a whole nother side of the show that's very satisfying mm -hmm. it finally feels like college it does it yeah. Really yeah. Feels that makes like, sense it does yes but i was it, thinking it feels yeah. like college because she's actually doing collegey things now yes mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. she's on yeah. the school paper and she's hanging out with anyone else but paris you know Right. You know? <laughs> but also Paris too. You know, she's yeah. not dating Asher anymore. Like she's actually like, oh, I gotta find a date now, mm -hmm. you know, and doing the speed dating and all that kind of stuff. No like, more Friday all the night bingo for in Paris, right? Yeah. yeah. She's not playing yeah. bingo with the old people. Yeah. Paris gets so fancy and goes out at eleven o'clock at night and Anna's just loving every second of it. Like, oh my God. <laughs> it's almost like we needed Anna to realize like what college should be. Yeah. Because it really becomes collegey in this episode mm -hmm. with yeah. the pub and the, you know, going out late and then the speed dating, although that was random. Who I don't know that they would the have that on college campus. Meet me at the Rathskeller. The best. So Anna is falling asleep in class and it was Professor Bell, but we knew, remember he was, he also had a different role. Remember the actor who yeah. came on with us? Wasn't he? Um... I think he was at Chilton. He was like a, was. a a teacher or something like that, yeah. right? So he and he told us that he comes back and does it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
And I love that Anna's falling asleep. And then all of a sudden in comes Colin and Logan. And you, I was just like, <laughs> I, I forgot. I was like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. I loved this so Same. much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh my God, I loved it. But I also hated how Rory reacted to it. I'm like, can you be more fun? Like everyone in this <laughs> class knows that this is a joke. Like right off the bat, you're like, wait, what? And then as it went they on, they bowed on. at the end. Yeah, like, yeah. They straight up bowed. Like it was so funny. But once the police officer came in, you're like, oh, you know, this yeah. is not real. You knew it wasn't real when they said, give them back their balls. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Best line. Damn it, Gilmore. The whole class is clapping. I literally was like, that was hysterical. Yeah, that was good. Hysterical. That was good. And, I, and like something Logan... definitely like, sorry, go ahead. No, you go. I was going to say, it's like definitely something that like frat kids do. That's you know, they just say. like do shit all the time like that. <laughs> There's the line where when Rory and Logan kind of go at it, where Logan says like, this is college. And I'm so glad he did that because Rory is going way too much just in the studies direction and not in yeah. the like experiencing college life and logan is finally getting her to do that like he even said you know like you'll have the class next week like right. you know like stop like give yourself a break like laugh a little live a yeah. little have some fun i know people hate logan but for me logan is exactly what she needs he's oh. not gonna derail her she's still gonna do well in school like she's still gonna be like a good girl ish but she needs some fun yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i agree even paris is like having asher and now doyle it's like paris (laughs) is like in it she's just peculiar it's like rory live a little it's uh, you know the detail when when the finn character came in dressed as an english bobby oh i mean (laughs) with the whistle it was so perfect it was like it was so great (laughs) I think, so I think, like you said, Amy, I think she needed Anna to realize like college is fun and it can totally. be totally and it's not all schoolwork. She, she's being so Rory, but Anna is seeing it with this sort of like, I you can eat when you want, you can go, have five scoops of ice cream. Like, by the way, sidebar when they say froyo social, I died, like it was just <laughs> so good, but we'll talk about that. But anyway, it's like, yeah, she almost needed to get a little kick in the pants from Anna yeah to to live a little so okay i'm loving all of it but we'll kind of rehash it so then we go back and we see all this junk but i have to shout out again melissa mccarthy looks amazing in green but lorelei in the red vest with the turquoise under oh i literally wrote down wear a red vest with turquoise under it was so good so anyway this is where we realize all the junk is there and that lorelei's got the boat that kind of is what it is then we go back to the speed dating so what did you guys think of the speed dating? <laughs> Paris is just, I, I can't. She's so funny. Paris just wants to get some. And she's just like <laughs> down to do whatever and just have a good time. And like, just, I don't know. I, I appreciate her role right now. Like, I think it, she's a lot of fun. Her speed dating is more like an interrogation than speed dating. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that too. Wait, so were you all stunned when... Doyle comes out of the bedroom in the robe or were you like <laughs> expecting it? I loved it. I loved it so much. It was all short. Little robe. 
Was it I hers? It had to be hers. A, felt like I needed to take an iron to Paris's pajama top. It had that like line, like when you just get it new out of the package. And I was like, oh, the fashion was so on point. We just need a little So the single that. greatest line <laughs> so far, I think, in this entire series came out of Doyle's mouth at the end of that scene when he's standing there in the bathrobe with Paris and, they, and, and Rory leaves and everybody leaves. And he turns to Paris and he says, this bathrobe is amazingly comfortable. <laughs> I think they're so I howled good. with laughter. I mean, it was just so good. Great. So then, okay. So then we're in the cafeteria and she's eating the Fruit Loops and the ice cream. And they're talking about the Froyo social and Logan comes in. And this is where we kind of see, we get Lo Logan and Rory kind of going at it, but in a, in a way that you're like, I think they love each other. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he really is like, relax. And I kind of agree. It's not that she was wrong. He did embarrass her and all that, but it's like, relax, Rory. Like, yeah, like Danielle said, they bowed at the end. Like, you knew it was a joke. It wasn't going to ruin her <laughs> reputation. Totally. You know what I'm seeing in, in Matt? This is why I think Matt is such a good actor. I'm beginning to see now his relationship with his dad is not great. Oh, I'm, be, I'm seeing this now. There's this yeah. overcompensation. Correct. There's this slickness. There's this mm -hmm. uh, devil may care. There's this, just this confidence coming off this guy. But I'm now I'm seeing the vulnerability. I'm seeing, I'm feeling it. And that yeah. I think goes back to his relationship with his dad. That's right. Cause he's, cause You'll he doesn't know how to carve out his own destiny it's like it's almost sort of preordained it's predestined what he's you know he's going to take over the family newspapers and that's where it is and he probably doesn't want to do it and you know maybe yeah. maybe he's not that serious a student he's obviously very bright right but again he's you know he's 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 a little bit lost he's a lot of fun and he's just trying to figure it out so now i'm seeing i'm feeling that he's okay there's 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 yeah. more of a human being there than oh, we yeah. have That's seen previously, yeah. Totally, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I do think the thing that's super significant in this episode is we really realize Marty likes Rory and Ugh, wants more don't with even her. Get me started. And when Anna goes missing, because she's not at the Froyo social, she immediately calls him. But you remember his face from earlier when she says they're just friends and he's so like, ah. Oh. Like he's he, stuck, he's yeah. stuck in the friend zone. He can't get out. Totally. He's got, he, but he doesn't understand. Once you're in, the, you know, you got you got to make your move right away. You can't. He was. You can't. You he was. Keep, he was. He was you can't stay in the friend zone long. It's like no, that doesn't. I, he's gonna, tried. Yeah, really, he's made his not, move. No, did he really? When he's I, he's I just, tried to say something, and then like she falls asleep, or like Logan not comes trying. over. That's like you've it's got her awake. You walk enough. in. Yeah, you invite her out. You make a gesture. You know, you gotta. I think one of the biggest Marty this problems. Problem. Take the risk. Oh, <laughs> you say it, Daniel. <laughs> I want to say the same what, thing. I want to say he's the, the nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah, I also true. think the problem is the way they began with him naked, all drunk, like they began as friend zone and it's just really hard to go out of that. And you're right. Rory is looking for a Logan, somebody that's going to give her a kick in the pants. Whereas Marty, they're just going to eat leftovers and like study together. Right. They're not. She's going to be so comfortable with Marty. Yep, like she's she going to have be. a really easy, steady relationship with Marty. Yeah. There's no thrill with it. Like that. Sure. It doesn't, you know, 
uh, Mar- get her but he- adrenaline But here's the thing. In. Marty's going to be a great husband. He's going to be a great dad. Totally. He's going to be I a good Marty. earner. Totally. He's the guy. He's the long-term yeah, guy. The That's guy, the guy. Right? But right? he's just not the guy in this moment. No, not, right. not in the moment. Right. right. What a yeah. bummer. I like him so much. Yeah. Glad he called it out and said, Logan likes you and you're in, you've been anointed, like you're in their group now. And like, how do you not see it? And I think Marty knows she likes him. And then Marty doesn't go in the cab. He helps her. He goes right to help her find Anna. That was actually a really sad scene. Like he literally was like, dude, like this guy likes you. You clearly like him too. I'm out. You know, like he like. Let's yeah. have fun with this. Let's game theory this out. Ten years in the future, Rory and Logan are together. They're married. They have a couple of kids. He's Logan's running the newspaper empire. His father has semi-retired. And Rory and Logan are going to the country club, and they're worth billions, and this and that. You see Logan cheating on her? Well, we know the movies. So my problem is I can't answer that. Danielle, you answer that, because I know oh. the movies. Oh, I would say yes. I kind of do too. I don't know if that's fair for me to say yes, but I'm saying yes. Like if I had to pick yes or no. Okay, we're speculating. Yeah. So we'll. Yeah, we I, get that I like runway. what you're doing. I love what you're doing. Because I see him and you know the perfect clothes and the, the car with the driver and. Tar and I can't answer because we know. Yeah, we can't say anything. I feel like they're super magnetic right now, like very mm-hmm. magnetic, like mm-hmm. drawn to each other, like everything's so exciting, and then at one point that's going to stop. And then when that stops, he's going to want a new challenge. That's where he's going to want a new challenge yeah. to make him feel whole. Or vice right? versa. Mm-hmm. Her too. She, we've seen that with Dean and Jess. She's just dropped yeah. him off. Like, sorry, <laughs> done with, done with you. I will say, I, I kind of <laughs> I think Rory. <laughs> she did. She's like, see ya. Peace yeah, out. Oh, this relationship unit must be recycled. <laughs> dropping it off. Well, I'm just dropping off this, Jess. Yeah. I don't know if you guys agree, but I kind of thought that she deserved to be left in the cab alone. Well, she yeah, did not because, or did? Well, no, she like, did. Uh, right. A little bit. Here's the problem. She doesn't. To- I don't think she totally gets that Logan likes her. I don't, I think that she sort of maybe gets it, but I think she also thinks they're friends. And even in this episode, she calls them casual friends. I don't think she was ready to realize like how much she wants Logan and to be a part of that. But I don't think it was about Logan. The reason why I think she deserved is because Marty's been in front of her the whole time and she's Mm -hmm. just ignored him. And that's why I think she deserved it. And he's like, I felt bad for him in that moment. Like he's tried, he's out here helping her with Anna He's going right. to get them a cab. And then she's like, she's just not meeting him halfway. And so he's like, yeah, right. I'll walk. And I was like, you know what? I agree with you, Marty. I would walk too. Justice for Marty. Yeah. yeah. Literally yeah. justice but for wait, Marty. Wait, 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 she she hasn't Marty. necessarily, Rory hasn't necessarily mistreated Marty. No, no, not she's mistreated. Him, so, right. he's, but so he's all butthurt and all. He's butthurt. Just, um, but like, I think that, I don't know. I kind of felt for Marty in the sense of like, if he got in that cab, he would just be more upset. And right. she's going to be talking about Logan, even though she doesn't realize that he likes him in the moment. Yeah, right. And it's going to hurt Marty's feelings even more. So I, I agreed with Marty's decision to just leave her in the cab to go. Was and- that was was that Marty's first decision to try to take Rory's heart away from the direction? I, I mean, it's going ever, into right, Logan's direction. Do you think he he needed to have a a, a walk and talk? Uh, he needed to have a clubhouse meeting with himself on his little walk by himself. Yeah, yeah. because he. To replot his strategy to try to get Rory or try to get her interested in him? I don't know because he, yeah, he takes himself out of the equation before he was really ever 
in the equation. Right. It's like he never really told her, I like you. He hints but to now it. Now she has to, now she's thinking like, why did he do that? Totally. Oh, he likes me. And don't you know that he likes you? You know, somebody's going to say, yeah, Marty acted weird. He just, you know, said, well, he probably likes you. She doesn't understand the effects she has on people, right? That's a on, great on point, side. Scott. Yeah. I, I don't think Rory quite gets that these boys really like her. And that's not, from yeah. Dean to <laughs> Jess to Marty. But I was going to say, Logan. it was like, like the very beginning when like Dean was looking at her and she's reading a book. She had no clue. Mm-hmm. She's naive <laughs> when it comes to boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She is not intelligent. When it comes to <laughs> to dating, no, she's got book smarts, but when it comes to relationship smarts, right. it's, yeah, it's not her forte. Yeah, I think Marty uh, maybe declared himself by taking him. Out. He, I don't know that he was taking himself out of the race to get away from the hurt, but he, maybe he's plotting a new strategy. I'll be interested to see these upcoming episodes just, to see if he makes a bid. I think he's not going to be around. I think he's I think taking he's, himself yeah. out. I don't just, know if this was his last episode, but we're close to it. Oh, man. He, it was a very self-aware Come on, decision. Marty, get in there. You know, which, like, which is why I give him credit for it. Like, he didn't want to be yeah. more upset. So he's like, I'm just going to stop now. Yeah. He, like I said, he took himself out of the game. Yep. But it, so he ends up, wait a minute, wait a minute. The first time he, she sees Marty, he's drunk. Naked. Remember, he's yeah, drunk naked. and yeah. naked. So he, <laughs> yeah. so... It, is that, so he's that guy that drinks he's so that much guy. that he ends up naked asleep no. on a bench. Vito, that was one time. That was right when you, they got to college. He Dude. has not shown that since. He's got to have a little back. bit of game if he ended up partying to that degree. So where's his game? <laughs> we all had that. No, no, guys. Freshman year of college, you never had a messy night. Like well, he had a messy <laughs> night. I mean, that was like two nights out of the week three four i also think it's hard to come back from that if that's your first meeting with a guy in college you become really good friends they they admitted they were friends i think it is hard to come back from that and suddenly switch that guy to like being your boyfriend the drunk guy that you found on the floor of the dorm like you're right that's a hell of a first impression to try to overcome yeah it's like it's it's rough i get why rory never put him in that potential category because she's just like it's the naked drunk guy marty Mm-hmm. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. 
So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Let's talk about Luke and Lorelai because we've got some really important stuff and we'll kind of go through it all together. So Luke goes over because he's bringing the glasses, the famous glasses that I think she's only worn two times, but she left them at the ha- at Luke's. And he's like, what is all this crap in the yard and thigh masters? And then he loses his belief when he sees the boat there. He is not happy. And he was mad. Like, I told you and you didn't listen to me. It was scary. She had tears in her eyes. That's when the popcorn came out. I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Luke, serve it up. Tell us what's up. It was a little intense. It was scary. She looked, she looked sad. Just she knew she let him down. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. And she tried to do a nice thing. I was gonna say, this is the one dilemma I had because at first I was like, she definitely she definitely let him down, but did she? Right. I don't know. I don't know you know, did. like, I think if it wasn't his dark day, he would have seen the gesture more clearly because she wasn't saying you're going to have this boat. She was saying, I took the boat in case you ever realize you want the boat. Like she was not overstepping that aggressively and she bought the boat and figures it all out. I think, you know what I think it was? I think it was a moment of real weakness for Luke. And I think it was a moment of real vulnerability. And I think it was a moment of real insecurity where I think he was venting on her about all of the frustration that he felt for those years Mm. that that he watched her date other guys and not acknowledge him. I I think all of that came out. In that moment, because of who she was, not who she is, I'm st- as a way to perhaps, because if he's not giving her the benefit of the doubt for doing an obviously very kind, very thoughtful gesture, um, you know, and, and it's like you forgive a person that you love for doing something like that. You don't uh, look, pop at him. So uh, I think he I has love- some pent up anger. Uh, you know, I love some... to disagree with you, but in this case, I mm. think there is something to it. I think, and, and I also think it plays saying. into his insecurity that he doesn't, he doesn't know for sure that this is going to work out. This relationship yeah. is going to work out because he knows he's yeah. he's maybe a little too off center for her, or a little yeah. quirky and a little wacky. 
Uh, you know, there's something yeah. to what you're saying. I, yeah. I, there's something. It's there. like the I, wheels are coming off in a weird way here. He's getting mm-hmm. triggered in a way, and he's being very militant about the whole thing. And I just think it, it's just reeking of insecurity. He's also super unhinged because he's yelling at the, like the lady going to the nursing home. Also, <laughs> I'm asking myself a question. I feel like she said she bought the boat, but why does she buy a boat that wasn't Mrs. Thompson's to sell? So I might have. I'm throwing a flag on that, that I might have messed that up. So maybe she just paid to pay. I was away. thinking like paid her out for for the. Oh, for the rent or to get. Yeah, that's it. what I was but thinking. S- Scott, I think there's something to what you're saying. It's almost like on the dark day, all mm. of Luke's stuff that he pushes down comes flying out. But, it, but for him to interpret that as her not respecting his dark day and what he's going through and what he went through with his dad, because there's no possible way she could know what he went through because he didn't tell her he didn't give her any real detail he just gave her the sort of you know the cliff note version right um it's just you know it's just and why is he keeping it it from her why won't he tell her right because he doesn't like to be vulnerable he hates being vulnerable i just i just think that he doesn't i think that showed he doesn't think that that relationship is going to make it maybe and he's scared and it's scared insecurity right 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 Right. she's gonna find somebody better she's gonna find somebody better and she's gonna find somebody that that doesn't have a dark day you know there's something to what you're saying i i i I can't totally figure it out but i think you're right like his outburst is more than it was deserved for her getting Mm -hmm. doing something nice for him and even if you're mad like you would say like well this was really nice of you but i don't know what i want to do with this boat you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Where's the giving her the benefit of doubt? She's being greased. They're having a great relationship. Well, and then I, what I assume happens is he, he goes off wherever he goes. She goes to Miss Patty's for the 40th show business anniversary mm-hmm. and she sees him out the window and she comes out and that was a very sweet scene. Mm-hmm. That was, that scene made me go, all oh, these two are together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever yeah. junk he had, he obviously went, took a deep breath. And even he he even wasn't ready to come back to Miss Patty's. Like he didn't want to go to the party, but he wanted her to know, like, sorry about my junk, you know? Yeah, he's missing his dad. Yeah, it was, it was so, so good. Also, just side note, the fact that Kirk's reading yoga for dummies just killed me, but, <laughs> yeah. but my favorite that. scene I have to tell you my favorite scene of this whole episode is Richard just owning Logan oh, with Rory. Oh, I mean, that, that was the best scene. That was epic and shows me that Rory, Rory likes Logan. She's in, and, she's, yeah. she's in. Okay. Let me, okay. This, and also, go ahead. Go ahead, Danielle. I was gonna say, and also that her and Richard are tight, oh, you know, like precious. Precious, you know, like they are, they are um, in cahoots and just, you know, yeah. These two are doing this dance, and now she has leveled up to his level, which no girl has ever done. Yeah. Oh, it is on. And she brought in, she brought in the head Gilmore. Yeah, you right. know, like that's not just like, oh, the buddy, wow. you know. She said, "Buddy, coming I in see, and do the prank I with see me." Your- cards and i'll raise you to me she went it was so good and it's like oh he is so gonna be into her 
and the friends are going to be like, respect Miss Gilmore. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> it's like this, I think this, they're all going to be scared of her. <laughs> and Richard. Now she's got game. That's probably the best Rory Richard scene in yeah. a while. I yeah. mean, they bond, but that was epic and Mm. you know he loved it you know i mean this is his granddaughter at his school playing a prank on his friend's son like it is just so good all right so good (laughs) well i was shocked that logan actually like believed the whole thing beginning to end well richard uh, he put on quite a performance yeah true it was a tad (laughs) unbelievable like (laughs) Right, you're engaged now. Yeah, but it's just like, is Richard? But with that being said, like if they're if their parents are doing parties where they find (laughs) a suitor, like maybe it's not too far fetched. (laughs) Oh, that's true. All right, so let's uh, let's rate this uh, bad boy. Okay, wait. Can I give my? I don't want someone to steal mine. Ten butt faces because she calls him a butt face you're gonna give him 10 butt faces, <laughs> ten butt faces. all right tara Ooh. um oh my gosh what i'm like thinking of what items were in this episode. do you think danielle okay 9.95 robes <laughs> super comfortable robes super comfortable robes right and tara um i will give it the this is very random the whistle that when he was it oh yeah was wearing it Mm -hmm. how many many whistles how many whistles i will give it a 9.8 oh see everyone loves it i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it 10 uh shocked logan expressions oh good (laughs) as richard was pulling the wool i do have a couple of favorite lines that we didn't do when she says when they say gutenberg and she goes steve yeah (laughs) <laughs> not, 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 not my favorite line. Well, oh my god, do you no. not like Steve Gutenberg? I don't like lines like that. I, I don't oh. think that's stu- I don't think that stuff is funny. That's just oh, I do. <laughs> it's, just, it's just such low hanging fruit. It's like, come on. Oh my no. god, I love every mention of Froyo. Literally, uh-huh. I couldn't get enough of Froyo. Froyo, yeah. and then it's I moment. would just say Richard's entire speech was just oh. yeah. yeah, and this oh, yeah. I all right, the hand on the nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, good. Let's uh, let's wrap it up before we go. Yeah, truly, I, I know you don't love when we call this out, but like truly amazing, really good performance. Like, Thank you. That episode was you, and it was it was mm-hmm. kind of gnarly, and it was really good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Appreciate really it. Good. All right, so that's gonna wrap it up. Um, we will see you next time. Best fans on the planet. Thanks for downloading. Keep those cards and letters coming. Uh, thank you, ladies. Um, and that's going to do it. Remember, I am all in. All the best. Stay safe. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com.
Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, scottyp.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, scottyp.com. Grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.